Blog Talk Radio. Let me start again. The purpose of this show is to work with you on overcoming any limiting beliefs you have that entail anything from psychology and all the things that can keep you from being and reaching your goals. Therefore, the title of this program is Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis. And today's presentation is Want to Be More Persuasive? Five Convincing Ways to Begin. Face it, at one point or another, we've all wondered how to make a person agree to our request or to get on our side, whether in a meeting at work pitching an idea to a client, or even convincing your kids to do something without telling them to do it. Here is where persuasion comes in. Persuasion is to cause someone to do something by asking, arguing, or giving reasons, said the Britannica Dictionary. Persuasion is like guiding people, behaviors, or influencing them to complement your needs or their own. Sounds a lot like manipulation, doesn't it? It's honestly not, and neither is it a malicious brainwashing technique. It's more like a skill of knowing how people respond to you. In short, it's a skill that teaches you to make it more likely for people to say yes. Often, good leaders have good communication skills and good ways of persuading someone to do what they want them to do. Therefore, understanding persuasion as a leader is so important because no matter where you're at or what you're doing, there are times that you will have to become persuasive. So what do you need to be persuasive? A charity requires people to donate their hard-earned money and to their organization. If they don't put up a good reason for it, people won't be supporting the charity wholeheartedly. Marketing. Any product means influencing people's behavior towards the the said product without knowing how to connect to people. How is a company supposed to make its sales? Teaching, for instance, is being in 
a managerial position or even being a parent. There are all kinds of situations where knowing how to convince people or sway them is crucial. People don't like being told what to do, but sometimes people also don't want to open their minds to new ideas or suggestions. A great example is a parent who thinks it's important for their child to go to post-secondary school. Instead of telling the kid, you are going to college, they might try persuading them to start working into it themselves. This could be a better outcome than the student just saying no because they don't want to do what their parents want them to do. The bottom line is persuasion isn't just a trick. It's a talent worth sharpening for everyone, regardless of their field. It helps people become more positive towards your approach and support you. And once you get through to someone, you can finally get them to say yes. Persuasion is an art and a talent. It often business owners often, it's like thinking, look at it this way. You are starting a business. You have a business plan. You are looking for investors to help you get invest the money that it will take you to get your product off the ground. And then think of the show Shark Tank. When you have entrepreneurs who have already proven that they have a product that can sell, but they're looking for investors from the people on the shark tank to help them take their business to the next level. Well, they're going to be able to give a good presentation as to why these people should invest in their business. And understanding that can help you create a plan, and learn how to communicate more effectively. Because persuasion, as much as anything, is communicating to someone else your vision. And in so many times, an a entrepreneur has a vision, but they don't know how to express it. Therefore, they don't know how to get to help them to take their business to the next level. Therefore, it's up to you to learn how to, be, to incorporate persuasion and be a, someone that knows how to get people to follow you. Because as a leader, being persuasive is what allows you to get followers. So there's five ways to become more persuasive. Showing similarity. One way of becoming more persuasive is by displaying how similar you are to the person that you were talking to. Here's a question for you. Who are you more likely to help out financially, your friend or a random stranger? The answer is pretty obvious. We tend to come 
to the aid of people that we trust and have a relationship with. Hence, for us to be more persuasive, one of the fundamental things we have to do is establish a common ground. To convince someone, first, we need to be in their good graces. This means that you need people to like you. This is because we tend to help people whom we like. And we like people who are similar to us. So establishing a common ground will be a great way to bolster your ability to influence others. But how do we connect with a person that we hardly know? Well, you need to think of something that brings you together. Fun on your opinions and share your ideas. Talk about your likes and dislikes and follow the thread of similar choices. Once you created a bond that seems mutual, people are more likely to grant your request. Here's another way of looking at it. If you're looking at your career and you want to become a social media influencer or you want companies to come to you to help sell their products, well, look at it this way. How many times have you seen people make videos where they were like teaching you how to put on makeup, but who they were gearing it to was the people that were their own age and had similar common interests because they were basically doing the same thing whether it was going out and dating and having boyfriends or whether it was socializing and, and belonging to the cheerleader group or whatever it was, that their market was that niche right there. And because they were able to reach that niche and get them to follow them, then, then companies would come to them and pay them to help them market their product to their followers and pay them a commission on what sales came through that niche. Don't command, give options. It's strange how when you give people the option to say no, often they end up saying yes. Confused? Well, let us Elaborate. People don't like taking commands, meaning they don't like being told what to do. For instance, the more you tell a person that they cannot eat fast food, the chances are that this command will set negatively in their minds. In the end, they will probably end up having fast food. We all inclined towards doing what we are told not to do because we are not like giving up our freedom of choice. But what if you could give people their freedom of choice when trying to influence 
their behavior. When people fear their choice of freedom is being threatened, they feel that they are being controlled. Often, they react poorly to it and hence do the opposite. But a simple tip is to give them the option to either follow your instructions or not telling them they are free to choose. This assures people that they have complete freedom of choice and no one is trying to control them. Giving people this autonomy is most cases portrays you as an amical figure with a not so commanding approach. As a result, your audience is more likely to say yes by reminding them that they can say no. And what are, what are we reaching for here? Well, as a leader in the military, don't you need people to follow you to do what you say? Now, in the military, you're taught to march a certain way. You're taught to hold a gun a certain way. You're taught how to do everything. And the, the higher up you, you are in the rank you hold, people are more likely to follow you simply because of the fact that the rank you hold. Now, if you're in a company and you're a manager and you want someone to follow you, and it's you need to look at personalities because you want someone to be able to do what they really love to do, but at the same time, you want people to agree with you. You know, we're taught to say no to certain things, but we all, especially in certain situations when we're being taken advantage of, and there are people who are yes that will agree to and do anything whether or not they have the time to do it just because they want to be loved. But at the same time, you don't want those types of people. You want someone that truly wants to say yes because they believe in what you are offering them. And this is so important. The quality or the quantity, persuaders usually have their ideas organized for different audiences. You need to know when to dazzle your crowd with a lot of information and when to cut it down to a few short, impressive points. But when do you know when to choose quality and when to choose quantity? Just ask yourself two simple questions. Are you paying attention? If people aren't paying attention to what you have to say, it's probably because you could motivate them even to listen through. 
if they aren't listening properly, they probably aren't focusing on what you were saying. Hence, if you ramble on about relevant examples or topics, the listeners think you have a lot of reasons for your case. Are the reasons examples good? To make a case, you don't need to suit up and be a lawyer, nor do you need to keep on talking for hours. Focus on creating a good argument and then add reasons bit by bit. If people are motivated to listen to you, they won't care about the 100 points that you have listed. You only need a few good reasons to get your point across. Just think of the bigger picture. Depending on the circumstances, you need to pick your tactics. Sometimes you need a bunch of arguments to prove a point. At other times, you only need a few reasons that speak volumes to people. In this respect, it's so important to understand different personality types because you got certain personality types that they will question you and question you and question you till they're satisfied that they have all the answers. And then you have other personality types. They don't give a damn about all the reasons. They just want to know what's the bottom line. So if you want to persuade someone to do what you want them to do, be sure that you can read someone and have an understanding of their personality style. Therefore, when you talk to them, you can talk in their language. It's so important to be able to read people and understand where they're coming from. When you understand exactly where they're coming from, then it's easy to persuade them. Sound relevant, people pay attention to what you're saying. And if they can relate it to their own lives, if the arguments presented are closer to home, they can make decisions based on their own personal information, and so on. Make take whatever you say sound appealing. Try to make it sound super immediate. For example, people hardly pay heed to any news about climate change. But have you wondered why? Because the consequences of the situation are not to be affected by the people now. But down the line, hence, they are reluctant towards making any necessary changes at the moment, thinking they have ample time. This is why your choice of words matter greatly. What words you choose have an effect on how impactful you make. Take a look at the following sentences, for example. Half of the population in this room is infected with the virus. Keeping the message the same, but paraphrasing 
the information. We can say the person sitting next to you might be affected with the virus. Notice how the same message but different wording creates a shattering impact by making situations seem like an immediate concern. You can get people to pay attention to your speech. Make the issue relevant to someone by sitting it in their lives, and you'll work the path to persuasion. Here's something else to think about that's so important. Why do people listen to motivational speakers, and why do they make change happen right then? Because they're able to tap into their emotions on what they're feeling right then and to get them to understand the immediacy of what they need to do in order to change it for the future. Because if they don't think about that, then they will go on their lives doing as they're doing. Now, they can persuade them and they can motivate them to make a change right then and there. But the next morning, they wait after sleeping and thinking about it and maybe dreaming about it. Then what happens? They wake up and they see they're back in the same situation. So even though that speech had an impact on them at the moment they heard it, then what happens later? Well, the impact isn't as great as it was right at that moment because their situation still hasn't changed. Know your audience. Before you start persuading people, you should know your audience. That means knowing what your audience values, how they think, and how they would rather be persuaded. In other words, you have to tailor your message according to your audience. Let's talk about how companies advertise a camera. If the target population is in the Western world, the advertisement revolves around a single individual. This is mostly because Westerners tend to care more about their personal space and goals for the future. They wish to stand out and achieve their success. However, while marketing the same product in an Asian context, the advertisers are tweaked to be family-oriented. This is because people from part of the world care more about the family and their collective goals for the future. The advertiser may feature a group of family members. If cross-cultural perspectives seem too broad, Look at it this way. Will the same speech compel two people the same way? Let's say one person has a rural background and the other was brought up in an urban civilization. As a result, the ideologies will differ from one another. Likewise, you will need to devise different approaches to each 
culture isn't the only factor that the players a part in knowing your audience. You know and also need to know if your audience is going to be swayed by emotion or logic. For an emotional crowd, you will need to have a sentimental approach while you will need a rational one for the latter. Similarly, there are various aspects to take into consideration while getting to know your audience. But conducting background research helps you to tailor your messages according to what your audience cares about. So talk about what the audience finds compelling will ensure greater success in persuasion. Now, what I'm going to say about this, and this is probably very, very important, is that in the past, when a speaker went to work for or went to an organization and was hired to come in and be the keynote speaker, then often they had to do their due diligence and research the company in order to know who their employees were, what their personality style was, and what and how to talk to them in a way that would be persuasive. Today, we things have totally changed in how we view the way that industry is because today it's doing videos, it's creating courses, it's writing books. Well, when you write a book, if you're writing a romance novel, you're going to look at what are the key things that people are looking for. Well, they're looking for love. And we, and it's, I find that at one time I used to get into romance novels because something was lacking in my own life. But one thing I do realize that it's nice to see and talk about the perfect relationship because that's what you talk about in romance novels. But relationships are not perfect because we're dealing with real feelings and real personalities. And those personalities, those feelings, those emotions depend on the relationship you have between the two of you, the relationship you have as a family, the relationship that you have with the outside world and how that affects you. Because what happens to you when you're not in the home are things that you bring back to the home. These strategies aren't sure fire, but what these will do is help you to gain the attention of people that you were talking to. Not only will you gain attention, but will likely make them more agreeable to you. Also, practice makes perfect. Pay attention to those tips, plus the reactions that you get from 
the people that you are trying to persuade, the more you will learn what feels right and what doesn't and what swings people to your point of view that turns them around from you. The art of persuasion is a helpful one to have in your pocket. But remember to use it fairly and wisely. You don't want people to think that you have a hidden agenda and that you are up to something because then you will sound shady to them and trust the key. Don't lose it once you have it. And remember this. It's up to you to decide the kind of relationship you want with people and how you are going to react to them and how you can help them. But let's quickly run through this and see what happens. And I want to remind you that you can go to my website, and that's the number one personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for both individual and group therapy. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.